Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. This is the Finch one. I am James Finch. This episode of the podcast, my guest is Shannon Rona, who is a Pittsburgh native. She is a Twitch streamer. She is a cosplayer. She is a creator known for doing the Pittsburgh Iron Man costume. Um, really, really cool person. Does some really amazing things. And she's really fun to talk to. So I'm going to stop talking. Without further ado, here's Shannon. Okay, I am here with Shannon. The cool thing is I have to ask about right off the bat mm-hmm. is Pittsburgh. Like you're yeah. Pittsburgh area, I take it, right? Yes, I am. Originally I was, for Yep, I was born here. Um and I'm still here. <laughs> I can tell by the accent. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't think oh boy, cuz I don't speak Pittsburghese or anything cuz you know people say like yins and all that stuff and yins I don't and do that. Get your butt back in the house. Yeah. Yeah, the um, I'm I'm born and raised Northern Illinois, but my mother and her whole family are from like just a couple hours outside Pittsburgh near Johnstown. Okay, um, so I have a whole side of my family that speaks that. Yeah, <laughs> and I can I pick up just a just a slight, and that's okay. I think it's cool. Okay. I, I I love it. Um, I I guess the because we're talking about Pittsburgh, uh, mm-hmm. the first thing to bring up is the Steelers Iron Man, yeah, armor, which is just like freaking cool like i've seen people like do like iron man helmets or something to like an nfl team or something like that but to see like the full yeah. top to bottom so you're yes. not a fair weather fan is what i'm getting no um and you know what and a lot of people have associated with just the steelers because it's been at a lot of the steelers events but it's actually interchangeable between all four of our teams here because we're all the same colors Mm-hmm. So that arc reactor piece in the middle that has the Steelers logo um, that's usually in it can be changed out. So like example, I'll be at a Pirates game tomorrow, so it can be changed to the Pirates logo. So it's it's fun. Um, and and ironically, I'm actually a bigger hockey fan than I am football, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I've kind of picked up from that from your Instagram that yeah, sure. Penguins are kind of a big deal for you. The um, what was the what was the genesis of that? What made you decide to, to do that? So. I had wanted to make an Iron Man suit for the longest time. Um, I made Rescue off the bat because I originated um, cosplaying as Pepper from the Marvel series. So uh, when she got Rescue, finally, I was like, I need to do this. Um, I made about like four or five renditions of it until it actually like suited my needs and what I wanted it to be. Um, And then I was like, I don't know what I want to do next, but I want Iron Man. And I didn't want to do red and gold Iron Man like everyone else has. and there was fan art that would be shared from Robert Downey Jr.'s assistant online every Steelers playoffs um, of the black and gold suit. So that's where that idea came from. It's actually a fan art based thing. Uh, I started it just before the NFL playoffs, uh, I want to say like a year and a half ago now. Um, and it, it got rushed to be finished, like the top half of it, just so I could take pictures for that cause. Um, and then I, I took those pictures. It, it got like a ton of attention online and it scared me a little bit. So I was like, oh, I need to finish it. Somehow got lost in like, I don't know, just the abyss of all my projects. Um, and then Robert Downey's assistant actually wound up passing away in a car accident unexpectedly uh, in May of last year. And he was somebody that I had spoken to, you know, off and on uh, online because he had that Pittsburgh tie as well. A uh, huge Pittsburgh fan. And I met him a couple times at premieres, this, that, the other thing. Um, so I, I finished the rest of it and dedicated it to him. So that's kind of the origin of it right now is it really ties back to that. Um, 
and just I just love Pittsburgh so you know I was like this is a cool idea I want to do something different yeah um, but that's where it spawned from really is just the fan art that he would share mm-hmm. that yeah. is that is so cool how much uh what was the route with that is that um, mostly 3d printed yeah uh mm-hmm. the whole thing is 3d printed except for the neck piece on that is foam um really just because i knew i'd be wearing it a lot uh it's still not finished appropriately which is the unfortunate thing um so it's beat to heck and back it really is uh it needs i'm gonna be repainting it actually i think in the next couple of weeks but um yeah it's it's all 3d uh very quickly 3d but just <laughs> in pla it's not even anything special just mm-hmm. pla I love it. Well, nobody who creates anything thinks it's ever done ever. Yeah. Like yeah, there's always like, <laughs> cause you always notice imperfections that nobody else would notice from looking at it. You're always like, Oh, there's a chip right there. Yeah. I got to sand that out and repaint it. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> that is a uh, gosh, that is, uh, and you got to go out on Heinz field. How did, um, yeah. first of all, we'll start with how did that all come together? So it wasn't for a game, unfortunately, but it was the draft party that they did because we had draft. I want to I don't want to say draft day because, you know, the NFL draft takes like what, three, four days. So it's like a week at that point. Um, They did a draft party where basically anybody could go that bought tickets. Um, But I I had met earlier in the season, like a group of I don't want to say cosplayers, but they're really just Steelers cosplayers like they're super fans that do Steelers costumes and they go and support the team at all of these events and so I had that connection and they said hey we have extra tickets do you want to come and we're all going to go on the field to take pictures so that's how I wound up getting into that uh it was kind of an intimidating experience going through security because I'm like I put it on outside in the parking lot and I'm like going through the metal detectors and everyone's looking at me like what what's going to happen and thankfully there's nothing metal except for the the chips and the helmet so we just took the helmet off but that's how I got there. Uh, I would love to do an actual game sometime, but you know, working my way up, networking, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, aside from the logistics and the tickets and all that, what mm-hmm. experience was that even like? It was crazy. Uh, I've been on the field for things like concerts, you know, not really like the field, but just inside. Um, Weirdly enough, I've only been to a couple actual Steeler games and it's usually in the nosebleed seats. So to take those first steps, like not even in like onto the field, but like into the stadium as you're going like through like the tunnel. I don't know if you've like seen some of the videos, but there's like to get into the stands, obviously in any arena, it's going to be like a tunnel type thing. And then you just come out into like brightness. So here I am like stepping out into that. And that was just mind blowing. And then we had to walk downstairs outside oh I'm sorry my dog is is very excited about this too um and and then you hit the grass uh so to take those first few steps to like not even onto the grass but down the stairs was was crazy and then you get onto the grass and I just had this moment of like I don't know what to do with myself and it was actually the week um, of the one-year anniversary of Danny's assistant passing Mm. so it was kind of just an overwhelming uh experience to say the least but it was very it was wild it was just the atmosphere that you had there and all surrounded by all of these fans that were just in love with the team and with Pittsburgh and it's just a beautiful stadium too yeah it is so if you ever have a chance to check out Heinz Field like it's just so pretty you get to see the, the skyline of the city right there it's the whole thing was just very overwhelming if I had to pick a word but in a good way yeah <laughs> yeah well that is one thing that um both Hides and PNC have going for them. They're yeah. both just beautiful parks. You can see the bridge over the mm-hmm. Allegheny in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I 
I'm old enough. Last time I was doing a sporting event, Pittsburgh was the Three Rivers Stadium, old Three yeah. Rivers Stadium. You know, that yeah. before that was that. But um, you know, being being a Chicago guy, anybody who knows me, anybody's listening to this podcast, I'm wearing the hat. I'm a huge Cubs fan. I've <laughs> probably over the years been to like I don't know how many hundreds of Cubs games. And a few years ago, I had a chance to do like a tour, like a couple hours before mm-hmm. game time. And it wasn't the exact same experience like at all, but there's something about being able to be on the actual field. Like there's like, like it's grass right. and dirt, right? But there's like right. an energy out of that that you can't, yeah, I can't even yes. quantify it to this day. And I can agree with that. And I've, I've actually gotten to go on, on PNC Park's uh, field, not with the soup, but just in general. And even when there's nothing going on, it's just like this weird aura of just like, excitement but like a calmness at the same time it doesn't make any sense until you experience it that's got to be as close to heaven as you can get right like at least that's what i think like (laughs) and it's so true and i remember standing there thinking that i was with a tour group you know because of course the people who give the tours they do these all the time they're like okay Mm -hmm. everybody over here okay everybody here and yet you just like stand there like semi-transfixed within this moment of like no, you don't understand. I'm like one with the universe right now. Can you just, can you just <laughs> exactly that's, that's actually how it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely true. Um, the, the, the thing is, and one of the things I love to ask anybody who comes on this podcast mm-hmm. is because of course, anybody who comes on this podcast who does cosplay or 3d printing, uh, they have a reason that they do it. They have a reason that they enjoy it. Yes. They have a reason that got them into it. Yeah. Um, for you, can you remember a time when that started? Yeah, uh, I actually get asked about this a lot, especially with me making my own things, um, because people are like, why? Why do you want to put that much energy into it on top of just going out in costume, you know? So uh, what I link it back to is actually Halloween, but not like your traditional Halloween. So my family has uh, a permanent camp spot, right? So they have like a trailer, like an RV. So it's like, it's not really camping, you know, we have electricity, we have air conditioning, all that Glamping. fun stuff, but yeah, <laughs> yes, um, and we, uh, we, we, we've changed campgrounds a couple times, but it's become like the norm that most campgrounds have this, so in the beginning of October, they'll do Halloween weekend, and, you know, being a permanent spot there, you get to do this every year, and you know everybody, like, else at the campground that's part of this, um, and all of the kids will come, and they'll go, like, normal Halloween, before the campground closes for the season and just do trick-or-treating at everybody's campsites. So that's how it started because I would be, you know, the over eccentric one that said, you know what, since I'm too old to trick-or-treat and you're making me hand out candy, I'm going to go out of my way to be obnoxious. And uh, it was just fun because I, I really did put together like some makeshift costumes in the beginning and the kids were just so excited though so it, it just became this thing where it was like that is what I want to do with it because I don't want to be labeled as that person that's like oh you just want the attention from this that or the other thing or whatever it may be because I know sometimes cosplay has like a negative connotation with it but um, really it was that that spawned like I want to do this for kids I want to do this for charity just like you know other people even the adults really because the adults sometimes when they see these these cosplays get excited so it's really just uh wanting to make other people happy but it links back to Halloween yeah yeah that's awesome Thea yeah it's funny you mentioned that why do you think that there is that bit of negative connotation to cosplay um well I don't think there's much anymore but I know when it when it was first becoming popular you would get that like 
I feel like attitude from like people that don't have the same interests as we might have, you know, in the movie industry, in the comic industry and whatever it may be. So Comic-Con and cosplay is like a whole, I feel like just kind of got looked down on like, oh, that's the nerdy thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I definitely see it's changed. Um, it's kind of transitioned out of that into like the cool thing to do, if, if I'm being honest, because <laughs> I know so many people that would have never touched like a convention that I've now like seen, you know, come to support us at conventions and stuff. So it's, it's a good thing. I think it's definitely transitioning. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I think a couple episodes ago, I brought this up on the podcast that for me, it's, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to watch um, as somebody who's 42 years old. Um, I grew up in a time like sixth, seventh, eighth grade where reading yeah. a Spider-Man comic got you shoved in a locker. You, exactly. You, know, you went home from recess with a bloody nose because the jocks had to make fun of you. And right. to see over these decades, the evolution of that, of course, the MCU being mainstream and being so huge has a lot to do with that. And I, yeah, I, I yeah. love, I love seeing how much it's opened up to everybody. And there's, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's not as much of a negative connotation. It used to be, it's becoming more and more cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can tell just with the popularity of like the conventions and the events that you may see pop up because they're selling out faster than anything anymore, you know, but I agree. I think that the movie industry and uh, the popularity of some of these things like coming to the big screen, um, it's definitely drawing in a bigger fan base than what my, it might've just started like, you know, with the the comics or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And that might be why it has that negative. I don't know. I really don't know why it ever got a negative rep that, you know, like you said, it's the jocks that kind of put that on there in school. And I think it became like a, once you get out of school, maybe it's not that big of a thing, but right. <laughs> well, and you know, the, it, it, it's been very interesting. I, you know, this is like a weird theory that I have, but I think video games have a lot to do with it because it, it used might've... to be in the eighties when you, if you read comic books and played video games, like you were a nerd and that was stuff yeah. nerd did while you, mm-hmm. while you were playing video games and reading comic books, the cool kids were on the court playing basketball or throwing a football around. And, and there was just like this weird division there. Yeah. Um, but then kids all kids started getting into video games right i think it kind of became the gateway drug because there were sports games but then hey right yeah. next to it is spider-man and right and next the, yeah, to that is you're you right know. and so, i think especially like now with we're in this generation now obviously that that everybody has technology now so mm-hmm. at that point you might not have had the experience with technology but now we're in a point where everyone goes through that cycle of, of playing video games and being online and yeah yeah, I don't think you could probably name a single kid out there. Like you just say to them, like Xbox or PlayStation, which right. one you which one you got? Because it's almost universal at this point. Right, like, have right. to have to have one. Um, the um, the the next thing I want to ask you about is the rescue armor, because oh, that is like <laughs> one of the coolest things. Like the backflaps on that is just like mind blowing. Um, Thank you. Where did that start? Um, so like I, I mentioned earlier, I'm just a huge fan of Pepper um from the iron man movies and i had made most of all of her other outfits once she got a suit i said i need this Uh, i I actually had made like a foam rendition of like her comic like i think it's silver and red um armor way before she had that appearance in endgame and when that came out i rushed home though when endgame came out and built like a foam version of it that now if i look at it i'm like honestly like how did I like this is cringy to me and just to see it compared to what I've, I've developed it to but it uh I, I rushed to make the foam one um and then I was I got a 3d printer 
is what really happened, if we're going to be honest. So that opened Pandora's box. Somebody bought me a 3D printer for the holidays, and uh, it's the same printer I'm running now. It's made, I don't even know how many full body suits now, which is crazy. And uh, that's what it was, though. I, I found the files, and then I, I, because of my love for Pepper, I was like, I need this to function correctly. And I don't think at the time anybody else had really like motorized the wings or anything. So that was kind of my rush. I was like, I want to be the first one to have the wings done. Like, not that I needed to be, but I'm just like obsessed with Pepper. So <laughs> that was my personal goal. <laughs> the Pepper super fan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is great. Um, it looks amazing. Thank I mean, you. It, it's an amazing looking suit. Um, how, how is it? Have you made modifications to it over the course yeah. of time, like from learning like mobility and stuff yes. like that? Yeah. So it's probably the fourth or fifth rendition of it at this point. So we started with foam. I did one that was like half foam, half 3D, if I think, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think like the top half was foam. I don't know. Uh, I made the first set of 3D files that came out, which didn't fit correctly and I don't say that in terms of like I didn't scale it correctly I think it was more like unless you're a CGI body fit body type you know like honestly like as skinny as as Gwyneth Paltrow might be then it's really not going to look okay when you scale it to your size if that makes sense so mm -hmm. I'm not that typical movie size so uh, I didn't like it. Eventually other files came out. So I went through like two or three other sets of those. Um, eventually I got down to uh, one of my friends made a set of files and I got down to that and it, it's fit the best. It's um, it's the same person made the files for the one that I used for the Steelers one or the Pittsburgh one. So um, yeah, it, it's been modified. <laughs> I wish I could count how many times because it's really been a process. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. uh that's I, I think with that kind of stuff, that's the path you go on. It's great that you yeah. say the first one's cringeworthy. I like I think it's not, but like to me it is. And I feel really bad saying that because no, I no, know like it's... somebody else would be like, This is amazing. But if you looked at it compared to where I've come now, even I like I confuse myself because I'm like, how did I how did I get here? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, the uh, and, and I, the reason why I relate to that, I think like six months ago, um, I had gotten a new 3D printer because prior yeah. to that, I just had a real like small one. And I got one where I was like able to like, the very first thing I printed on it was a full-size Mandalorian. All right, let's it, go. Painted it, the whole thing. I was so proud of it. I was so proud to show it off. The amount of times I've debated throwing it out because no. now I look at it like, oh my God, I thought that was good, but I keep it. I keep it specifically for that reason. Like this is where I started. Yeah. You know? And uh, I still have friends who are like, oh dude, that's so cool. And to me, I'm like, I don't know why you think that man, maybe you need an eye appointment, but. No, you know, and I think that it's all, it, it really is cool. And it's in its own, you know, for each piece, but it's, I agree. I still have foam rescue. It's in storage right now, but mm. it's like something that I won't get rid of because it was that first attempt at it yeah <laughs> and it's good it's good though because then you can look at your progress too because I really feel like cosplay there's no real way or like set like this is how you do it step-by-step -step thing it's a, it's all a learning curve and a creative process so it's nice to be able to see like where you started and then where you're going to end up you mm -hmm. know that is one of the things that is absolutely I think beautiful about the cosplay <laughs> world in general like the stuff mm -hmm. like 
it not like a day goes by that I'm not scrolling through Instagram and I'm blown away by something like, oh my God, like who is this person I've never even heard of? I'm following them right now because that whatever it is you just did. And you know, (laughs) these aren't things that are being, you know, churned out like, you know, jeans at a factory and everybody's just trying on the same jeans. It's everybody putting their own spin on stuff. And I just, and that was one of the first things that uh, drew me to you. I don't remember how it started. I think it was yeah, somewhere in the, cause a lot of times I'll just go into like the search function and Instagram and type in different things and just go through it. And yeah, it was the rescue outfit that popped up. Okay. I was just like, Oh my God, like I've seen so many variants of Iron Man either on Instagram right. or, you know, at cons. Um, but seeing the rescue one, it was just like, Whoa, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I I'm definitely, definitely following this person. The, um, so there are a lot of people um, who listen to this podcast who are 3D printing enthusiasts, mm-hmm. and they always love to talk shop. That's one thing that 3D sure. printing people are great about. The um, that you said that first 3D printer that you got that you still got running mm-hmm. now. What is it? It is an Ender Three Pro. Hear it's that a lot. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I know it's like a beater too. And people are surprised when I say that though that it's still running and that it's made all of these, but. I don't know. I've had no, I mean, I've had like small issues, like mm-hmm. the extruder had to be replaced because it didn't come with the metal. I'm like looking at it off camera. <laughs> like it came <laughs> with the uh, plastic extruder that broke instantly. Um, some other things have needed replaced. I don't know. It's, but nothing like detrimental. And when it has been something that I don't know how to fix, it's been fun learning it. Mm-hmm. I don't that's, like, I'm glad that that's the one that I have, honestly. Right. And that's the process. You know, yeah. I've got a, I've got a friend right now I've had for a long time who's liked enough of the stuff that he's seen me do that he's decided to get into 3D printing. And he literally just yeah. texted me today. He's like, Hey, I'm going to get my printer next week. Can you come over and help me set it up? And Wonderful. I, I've like, I want to like warn his wife, like mm-hmm. what he's about to get into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole, once you get into it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to end up consuming a lot of his time, probably more money than you think ahead of time, just in terms of filament and paint and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, right. But I yep. think that, um, yeah, the path that you go on as a 3d printer is always an interesting one because there's definitely an evolution of, you know, by about the time you get to the point where you're thinking you're really good at it, you've wanted to quit probably five or six times yep. in there. Cause you're just like, why is it doing this? Oh my God. Yes. Yep. It's, I feel that. It's so mad at it. You just run in the one right now. Yeah. I um, am in a tiny apartment, so I, I don't have the space. If I'm being completely honest, <laughs> yeah. I have a, there's I'm on Twitch and there's like a 3d printing group. Really. That's my audience. And we kind of like are all a community at this point. And they keep asking me like, we'll just send you a printer. We'll send you money for a printer. And I'm like, I can't <laughs> get out of the room. Um, so unfortunately yeah, I'm just on that one, but it's okay. I don't, oh. I don't like standing. So <laughs> I don't like uh, having a million projects at once is really what I'm saying. Cause I, I don't want to have to like consistently be working on things. I think like right. different steps is okay. But if I had like a backlog of stuff that's being printed, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm okay with the one for right now. I'm the same way. And I always, I'm to the point now where I'm rocking three and I'm Mm -hmm. always having that debate with myself that I need more. And then the other part of my brain is like, you don't even need three. Like, why are you running three? I had two for a moment and wound up just sending the second one back because I was like, I'm not even going to run these all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I going to do when they're just both sitting here? It just, I don't know. 
Right. I'm good with the one. <laughs> In a way, I'm envious. Even though I have three, I'm kind of envious because the all the only reason you end up getting more is because of impatience. Yes. You know, you think to yourself, well, I want to print this, but I have to print it in five parts. Well, if I had three printers, I could cut that time down. And it's like as busy as I am, most of that stuff's going to end up sitting on my workbench for a week, week exactly. and a half until I get to it anyway. So that's me. And then, and then I can sit there and be like, well, I can prep it up to that paint stage. And then I live in Pittsburgh. So like we have like seven seasons in like one hour, which doesn't even make sense, but it happens. And so that delays my painting so it's just I wouldn't have the time to keep up with more than one really mm -hmm. even like post print process right so. <clears throat> it's hilarious you say that we're like the exact same way in <laughs> Illinois like the different yeah. weather systems that we'll experience in a single day like if morning yes. will be chilly and then by the afternoon the heat index is 103 and then it rains yeah. in the afternoon and that then, was but... yesterday I'm like I had to go paint things today because I, I moved it to yesterday because it was supposed to be a downpour today. It is now the most beautiful day that we've had all year, mind you. But yesterday, when it wasn't supposed to rain, it was cold in the morning. Um, it became sunny in like summertime in the afternoon. But then without any clouds in the sky, still proceeded to pour in thunderstorms. Uh -huh. so it's just like a daily event here. So it's just not even worth trying to follow the weather. <laughs> yep. I'm sure they say the same thing out there here that, you know, the old adage is if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes because it'll be completely Gosh. different by then anyway. <laughs> yeah. You have to like plan like your dress, like accordingly as well. Like if you leave the house, you have to make sure you have like a change of shoes, a jacket, like, yes. just in case. <laughs> Scarf, gloves, life support God. raft. I mean, I really it. have like blankets in my car that stay in my car. Cause I don't trust the weather here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have to, we have to, we do that as well, but it's mainly because of my wife, because she like, if it's below 81, she like dies of hypothermia. And so we always have to have like a collection of blankets and robes. She's oh, probably boy. in the room hearing this. And afterwards, she's going to be like, I heard you talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, what, um, outside of, cause you, uh, we, you know, you told us about, um, you know, how you first <laughs> got started doing cosplay. Can you remember a time when like outside of the RV Halloween thing that you were like, this is a character that I want to cosplay um, and go to a con as? I'm trying to remember, like, I didn't start while I was in the convention scene. So mm -hmm. I wound up, I, I, I want to say it was like Star Wars because my first fandom was Star Wars. And I did like a makeshift Jyn Erso uh, for Star Wars Celebration Orlando, I think it was. And I took that there not knowing how OCD Star Wars fans are about their cosplays and like, everything I know now about the 501st or whatever it may be and so now I kind of like don't really hit Star Wars anymore I kind of like <laughs> stay away from it just because of that but that led me to meet people um ironically that were from Pittsburgh in Orlando like that makes perfect sense but uh so when we came back from that we started doing the small conventions here together and I think I went to the first one as like casual pepper and that's where the pepper thing started because it was easy it was something i could just have normal clothes on for and i made like a cardboard iron man hand or something um and so then after that and like the attention just that got like from the kids you know like from people that were recognizing the characters and were just genuinely happy to like share that you know excitement over that character with you i think that's kind of what stuck with it so from there i started doing other 
random characters. Like I think I had like Star Lord at one point. Uh, maybe a very early rendition of Wanda. Maybe. I think I don't really remember <laughs> this. This was years <laughs> ago, but but it kind of slowly evolved into me being dramatic and like I'm building Green Goblin with the hoverboard. Like <laughs> it, it jumped real far. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, that's cool. First, I like so th- that because I saw your helmet this morning mm. that you posted on IG. Is that part of a full suit build? Then it will be. Um, yeah. I'm honestly probably leaving that helmet itself to be like a, a prop display at conventions. Um, I have a pile of fabric right off camera that is has been sitting there for about four months now. That is for Green Goblin, but. Um, the helmet didn't print the nicest. The filament was like old and dried out. So it's kind of just cracked and not salvageable in a few places. So as a test run, it worked. Um, eventually I want to do a full suit build. I want to do like sound chips and I want to get a hoverboard and like be able just to zip around and like freak people out from behind. <laughs> just like play you- the laugh like over their shoulder. <laughs> That's just what I was going to ask is how much time are you going to spend practicing the laugh? Because <laughs> well, I'm going to put like a sound chip, I think, in the helmet. Oh. So like I have a button in my chin for the Iron Man helmets and I really want to do the same thing because I want to make I want to make the the home or um, no way home uh, version of it. Right. But I like the and. Uh, initial version where the eyes kind of flipped up if you remember in like spider-man what was it two or whatever he was in so um i want to do that so it'll like trigger the eyes but i also want like another button that that plays his laugh in like a couple different lines i think on loop so that way i can just like zip around like behind people and just like hold out like a pumpkin bomb and just <laughs> just trigger the the sounds and freak them out it'll be great that, is, that would be so awesome <laughs> i'll probably get kicked out like within 10 minutes but it's okay small price to pay to be Worth a legend <laughs> right <laughs> that, yeah. is, that is so cool oh i love that yeah i'm trying to think of uh, uh do you have an idea for what lines you'd use because i'm that'd be tough um, to narrow it down i'm not gonna sit here and like pretend like i can i can uh act or you know replicate that but probably can the spider-man cannot play um peter 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 like the, the repetitive of it i don't know i have to go through and see because i think a lot of them are going to come from the spider-man movie uh the new one not like the original but we'll see i don't know and just like the laugh really the laugh yeah. is what i want to focus on but if i can get them on rotation that would be great yeah the um no way home the line he has in there where norman's on sabbatical honey yeah that'll be in there yeah (laughs) that's gotta be i use that to freak my kid out all the time like from a dark (laughs) room (laughs) yeah like i can't do it i can't um i can't say it and sound like it at all but i have some friends that are really good at it but (laughs) that's all you need uh yeah (laughs) right i'll just have them record it but so i don't like you know, get sued by Disney, but <laughs> um, no, I'll probably just, I'll, I'll clip it and put it in a sound chip really, because it's mm-hmm. just like a little SD card that you can load with some, some clips. So yeah, it'll work out. I have That's, a list. <laughs> the, uh, in your time doing cosplay and kind of like, um, I guess between the time of uh, being at cons mm-hmm. and also on social media, what's, uh, what's the community been like to you? Um, like how is it received yeah just how do you feel you've been treated what are your thoughts on the community as a whole uh honestly i 
I love the community. I know I've, I've met a lot of cool people that are now really good friends of mine that do the same thing as me. Uh, I've been able to gather people locally and we've formed like a charity group called the Pittsburgh Avengers. Um, so I've had, you know, the, the great experience with that. I think when COVID started though, and lockdown started, I feel like everyone kind of had like this weird necessity, like they really wanted to focus on being the best at what they do. So I saw this like trend, okay, like as a whole. So I don't necessarily, I'm not saying anything negative about the community, but I have noticed that you can either have like these really positive outcomes of it, or it can be very competitive, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So um, it can be either one, you know, and you kind of have to go into it and think like, am I here for the attention? Am I here for an ego? Am I here to try to be popular based on this? Or am I here to like entertain people and raise money for things and raise awareness? So um, that's been like the balance that I've had to pull from it, but it can be a very good place if you treat it the right, the mm -hmm. right way. Um, <laughs> and to everybody listening who's out there, because I, I honestly think this is one of the most important things that I love to discuss mm -hmm. is that as somebody who's never personally cosplayed myself, I guess I'm a cosplay super fan. Like it's like, <laughs> it's, okay. it's like being a football fan. Like I'm not running with a football down a field. Like I will get turned <laughs> into a pretzel. Right. But I love watching it. I'm the same way with cosplay. I think it's really important um, for fans. If you're, whether you're at a con or you're at social media, just understand anybody you see cosplaying, whether it's like movie quality or it's a 14 year old, boy or girl with something they mm -hmm. made in their bedroom they're just passionate about what they're into yeah right and that's what needs to be celebrated as fans we don't mm -hmm. like, you know and i think the community from what i've gathered and the people that i've talked to in the rooms that i've been in the community is really good right but you're always going to have yes. that like small undercurrent of people exactly just like want to nitpick every little thing because they're right. getting bored and in I the grandma's basement or something Exactly. And I, you know, it used to be not so many. I just noticed that trend with, um, with us being stuck in our houses really, you know, until recently, but um, it can, if you treat it the right way, it's a very good place. It's a very helpful place. People can be very supportive. Um, you just got to like go into it though. Exactly what you just said, knowing that you don't have to be a certain level of experience. You don't have to be, you know, an expert of everything or just like know the answers to everything. Cause um to reiterate what I said earlier, it's very much so creative process. So if you um, are here to be like a creative process, a creative thinker, and you want to meet other people that will help you with that and let you grow, it can be a very good place. Mm -hmm. There's it's, it's been, um, I've met a bunch of people that have helped me uh, learn different techniques and, you know, all these other things. So yeah, it can go either way. That was a very complicated answer, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like very truthful with you though. Yeah you know? <laughs> well, I think you're dead on. Um, and the, you know, my, like I said, my experience on Instagram has been very, very positive. Even the, like I've, yeah. I've reached out to people who have tens, if not hundreds of thousands of followers with a question about 3d printing or finishing mm -hmm. and the amount of people who like responded and were extremely generous with their time when they didn't yes. need to be, you know, if they were the type of person who was just like, Hey, I'm just here to get the clicks and shares, man, get out. of I here. found really that the people that like to make their own things are the ones that are going to be like that. So if you're in that community where, and I'm not saying anything bad about people who, you know, might have to like buy things because I buy things from time to time, but I found that 
just as a whole and the people that do make things is they're very helpful. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Everybody is very ready to to give tips and tricks and troubleshoot if mm-hmm. need be. And I hope it stays that way because it's just mm-hmm. kind of a fun where you feel like yeah. you're you're in a room of hundreds, if not thousands of people who are all just like geeking out over the same thing <laughs> and all want to like gush over each other's stuff and then yeah. share ideas with each other about how to do stuff. And if that sense of community can stay and even continue to get stronger, I think it's another good things can come from that, you know, hopefully it gets stronger. Cause I know, you know, with it becoming more popular, we're having more and more people join uh, Instagram and all the social media things. So hopefully it grows, you know, well, especially with the explosion, I think over the last, Oh, what two, three years of 3d printing. Right. I mean, yep. that's just been like, poof. all of a sudden it's like a supernova went off. And, and I, when I say it feels like everybody and their brothers getting into 3d printing, I don't mean to sound that way. It's just, it's like really cool. No, you're not, people. you're not wrong. And I think it really does have a lot to do with us being at home too. I know when we got stuck on lockdown because of COVID, we, I have a, a local makerspace that my friends are part of here and I would go and uh, we'd, there you know we'd work on things there and then I had to like transition to bring a bunch of supplies into my own apartment and kind of just take it on myself so I I think that honestly there's a lot of people that are that did that because they're like oh I'm home what can I do Mm -hmm. you know just this is my theory (laughs) (laughs) kind of wish I would I would have gotten my 3d printer earlier on in the COVID process because at least then I would have had something productive (laughs) to do with my time now it's like I'm running these printers and with everything going on I've feel like I'm out of the house so much. I don't have time to work on it. When I go like, man, all those times I spent mm-hmm. sitting here watching the office for the 15th time. It's like, Oh, that's, okay. actually, that's productive oh. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, this is a really weird question. Does your printer have a name? No, no. Okay. That no. did come off weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can name it if you really want to, but no, no I, it, it, it just I cracks... yell at it a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why it has to have a name. So you can like focus your hate on something. Um, no, it's just funny. Cause the people I talk to, like, it's always like, seems 50 to 50, what reaction they have to that question. It's either like, no weirdo, it's a machine. And then other people are like, oh yeah, that one's Delilah. And that one's, you know. <laughs> no, I haven't named it, but I don't think it's a weird question. People name their cars all the time. So it's kind of the same thing. Why wouldn't you? You have to, right? I haven't named my car either, but I just know other people do. <laughs> That's perfect. We're like, yeah, like there's two kinds of people in the world and you're one and I'm the other. So there we go. <laughs> the um, So you're working on the Green Goblin. Um, what other ideas do you have bouncing around up there? You'd love to do someday. Um, I don't know right now. I I have like a list of just tentative things, but I'm very, I'm kind of on a break in terms of, I don't really have the funding at the moment to like make big projects. And honestly, I kind of want to revisit some of these that are now beat up and need refinished. Um, so I'll be repainting. Uh, and reprinting some pieces on Iron Man as well as Rescue uh, this year. Probably just like taking a look at some old things. And and now that I am more experienced in sewing over the years, you know, trying to tailor those a little bit better. Uh, I Behind me, fun. I have Green Arrow on a stand. Uh, I'm making that for a friend. So that's been like my latest project. Um, yeah it's I don't know I've been very slow going and I I hate saying that but I also have a lot of projects that are like half started and then I I just don't finish them so I know somewhere in a box below my table here I have uh Wasp from Mm Ant-Man um 
that like the top is started and then I got angry at it and put it in a box and shoved it in the corner. So um, I'll probably pull that back out when the movie gets closer though. So just little yeah. things like that. I don't have any big plans. I don't yeah, think. That, that happens all the time. I could literally sit here and look up at my shelf and I see a Master Chief helmet, a Green Goblin helmet, and an yeah. Iron Man helmet that have all been printed and sanded and a couple of them primed. And I, one of them has at least been sitting there for two months. Like, right. just because like- I think- I think my goblin helmet I printed like back in January and I just now painted it because yeah. I was just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, I get that. It's a combination of life's busy and ADD, I think. Like, yeah. I just jump from shiny object to shiny object. Well, that's, that's why I don't have a list of projects because if I start a new project, <laughs> I'll want to do it now. Right, yes. <laughs> and and then everything else will be put on hold and indefinitely and mm-hmm. probably never picked up again. Right, yeah. And that's why I need three printers because I need to do it right now. Like exactly. I want to be able to build this and have it done by the end of the week before I, my focus shifts to something else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the rate that we're having like new movies and TV shows come out. Cause then like, you're like, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. So. And yeah. these, these folks out here who I think are like the backbone of the 3d printing industry, like the modelers. And I have yeah. personally no real desire to ever learn modeling. Um, But it blows my mind how there'll be a new show or movie out. And literally within like 24, 48 hours, there's just phenomenal models that are out there on like Etsy and Thingiverse. And you're just like, oh my God, that movie like just came out. You know, yet they're amazing looking. Um, I think those people don't give enough credit, but that's just, that's a personal soapbox I could go on. What is, (laughs) well, I'll I'll tell you, how's how's this? Um, Rather than something you plan on doing, is Mm. there one that's out there that you've always wanted to? I don't think I can answer that really because yeah. honestly it was rescue. <laughs> like that was my thing. And I get asked that a lot and I'm like, but I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like, you know, I, I wish I could repaint it or just fit things differently. So there's always tune-ups, you know, but that was my big thing. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know if there's really anything else that would stand out like that to me. Mm-hmm. that's very weird for me to say because everyone usually has the answer to that question yeah everybody has a different answer to that question I, I it's amazing there enough times people say oh i you know they could sit there and list off like oh i want to do this character i wanted to then you have other people who are like i actually really want to redo the one i did last year that's what yeah. i really want to do you know because like i said we're all our own worst critics and we you know and that's, these things take a beating me. i mean they really do I mean, you'd think with it just being painted plastic, but enough moving around in it and stuff like that. And it acquires all right. kinds of dings and dents and cracks. That's and... it. And it'll it'll look good on pictures. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. But if you see it in person, like you can, oh, print lines there. There's a crack there. The paint's cracked there. So Iron Man specifically for me is it's been beat up because it's been worn at so many things and it was rushed to be finished. So it never got painted appropriately. So after these next few events, I'm, I'm definitely like tearing it down to refinish it because it needs redone. <laughs> wear and tear is a big thing, especially with 3D printed armor mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So the um, that that I think it's really cool that you got inspired to do rescue from Endgame. I like yeah. I came away from Endgame too, like completely inspired because I was like, oh my god, I can be Thor now. Guys, hey, I can be Thor. <laughs> And I don't have to get a gym membership and be in Listen, there 12 hours a day. You can be sore. It doesn't matter. I'm very much one of those people that's like, you can be any body type. You can look any way. You can be, you know, whatever gender, identify with whatever gender that you want. And I think that cosplay is supposed to be a creative thing. 
I'm, I don't like when people are like, you don't look like the actor because it bothers me. It's supposed to be fun. So you can be Thor. You could have been Thor before. (laughs) No, I couldn't have. Um, Come on. Nobody looks like the actor, but the actor. (laughs) So like, what's, yeah, that's, and that's one of the things that really, really bothers me, not just in the cosplay community, like in the nerd community as a whole is like any form of bullying. I can't stand it. Because we're all passionate. That's what being a nerd is about, just being passionate about whatever it is you're into. And enough of us, to some degree, at some point in our lives, got made fun of for that. Yes. And so to then sit there and make fun of somebody else for being into something as nerdy as you are, but being willing to put themselves out there because they're that nerdy over it, I just, it, it yeah. drives me absolutely insane. Like, there are times I want to walk around cons with like a nightstick and just like whack people who are being jerks because it's like knock it off this is this should be a place for all of us to just enjoy it right yeah yeah and I think uh I think it's it's developed like I said where it's more accepted now yeah. and people that are in it or just looking from the outside are, are accepting of it but I'm 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 definitely the same as you where I just I don't like people nitpicking things or gatekeeping characters mm-hmm. so and it's real simple, folks. If you're scrolling through any form of social media and you see something you don't like, keep on scrolling. It. Like exactly, you, no... it, the amount of hateful comments that I've deleted in my time on social media is just outstanding. And recently, I shifted it to like the point where I just pin them because I'm like, eventually, the trash will just take itself out because they really do. They wind up deleting their own comments when it gets featured mm-hmm. on that post, and it's fun. But I've heard other people that, you know, get so dejected by the hate comments. And I, I just don't understand why people really, or just how people have the time of day to go and just post negative things on other people's social media. But, you know, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. I wish I had that kind of time in my day, but I do not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or even to waste my energy on. Exactly. You know, that's it's just like... like- yeah, I'm going to get up this morning. Oh, it's a good day. You know what? I'm going to go tear someone a new one on Instagram just because I don't like the way their right? cosplay looks. Right? Just like, move on. Like, yeah. if, you, if you really don't want to see it, block the account. But I mean, like, like yeah. it's not hurting you, is right. it? <laughs> right. Especially when it's somebody you're following. You know, like, bro, you came yeah. to my room. <laughs> I've seen that. I've, I've looked at some of the accounts and I'm like, why do you follow me if you're just angry at me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? whatever i mean it's helping my viewership but (laughs) right yeah i just keep turning the knife on it like okay 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 the um so um i i I apologize i didn't stop you at the time because we were on a roll but we're good pittsburgh avengers tell me about that um so i've just met people locally that really are into cosplay for the same reasons that i am and we have a ton of of similar cosplays if not the same character just like within the same you know mcu really um we're all huge mcu fans so i i said why don't we all meet and do charity or like hospital visits you know as the characters and um unfortunately we kind of got everything together and situated right before covid hit so we haven't been able to actually do the hospital side of it or anything like that we've uh, definitely booked events though we've been in parades um we have convention appearances and we'll try to raise money for like a local charity or just something related. Um, that's pretty much what we're doing right now. Uh, just kind of wanting to, to bring, you know, the characters to life for the kids and everything. Um, once we've been in contact with some of the, the local charities and, and hospitals, and they're still very much so 
under COVID protocols. So once that lifts, we should be getting back to that. Um, but that's that's pretty much what we are, just a group of people that really want to do better for our community here. Mm-hmm. That is cool. I love that. Then the people I've been lucky enough to have a few people on the podcast who do things very similar to that in the areas yeah. where they live. And I think if there isn't that's more great. of like, that's such an uplifting story to come out of all this because yeah. children love to see their heroes. They really do. They mm-hmm. get so excited. I mean, even the adults do at times. Yeah, and do. it's just, <laughs> is it something that you relate to? Um, For the kids, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like Disney, you know, like they're like, oh, I, I didn't know that I, I'd see like Star-Lord here. I'd see, you know, Black Widow. Oh my gosh. But they don't know the difference, you know, but even the adults, they're like, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> cause I'm such a super fan. So it's, it's fun. It's really fun to like meet these people that just relate to you in the community that way. Okay. What, uh, what all, what all characters do you got in Pittsburgh Avengers? Oh, we have a lot, honestly, cause a lot of our members will do multiple characters. And then depending on like what the event is, we'll pick. Um, I'm anticipating my cat to knock all of my stuff over right now behind my computer. So speaking, speaking of which, <laughs> quick pause, because people are going to be watching this on YouTube. I feel it's important that we know the cat's name because we've seen it several times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cat's name is Aviation, but she goes by AV. Okay. Um, okay. And she loves Twitch. So when I'm <laughs> on here, like with this setup, she hops up on the table and I keep pushing her off and she thinks that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyhow, we... Uh, yeah, we have a lot of like the original MCU characters. I think it's um, a little bit harder with the newer ones that are coming out at such a high speed. But we have a lot of like Black Widow, uh, Wanda, Spider-Man. Um, I think I'm the only like Iron Man related in any uh, capacity at the moment. But um, we have a couple Peggy Carters. So it's like it's even to that point where it's like, you know, the lesser known characters too. Um, and we just kind of pick and choose who you're going to show up as that day based off of what the event is and, and what other participants are going to be there. So mm-hmm. that's that's cool. That is <clears throat> that is amazing. I have a friend of mine, Brittany, who was on a couple of weeks ago, who mm-hmm. does a very similar thing in Southern California. Chris, who was on last week, he's a member of the 501st. Mm-hmm. in the san francisco area and does the same thing and it was it, it's really cool between those two and between you like it, it's painfully obvious when you see how much your face lights up when you talk about it that this is because you guys aren't getting paid to be there no. it's not like well if you want me to be making an appearance it's going to be 250 bucks and... and i think that that's really important to like acknowledge as well because i've had people come on my social media and be like well you're getting paid to do this and i'm like no if, I, if there's money involved it will be put towards like a charity if people insist on paying us. Um, but we tend to stay away from anything that's paid because that's not what we want to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's not why yeah. we do it. And there's nothing more like, I guess you would say pure than that. Like when you have people who are putting time and money and sometimes even their own stress level yeah, into creating these things purely for the sake of giving back. I think that is just, hi, Evie, how are you? <laughs> I'm putting her back on the floor. Hello. Say hello to everyone. Okay. You're being obnoxious on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, very, very cool. Um, I love, I love anybody who's a cosplayer, and I can get to follow them and getting to <laughs> scroll through their accounts and see like the characters that they've done over time. And you've done a few. Like it hasn't just been like, oh, I do Iron Man, and that's all I've known. You know, that's all I'm known yeah. for. You know, there's a ton of really, really great ones on there. Um, I'm assuming. Like, I guess if I ask this question, we have to take rescue and we have to take um, <laughs> Pittsburgh Iron Man out of it. So out of those two aside, oh. what's what's the one that you and 
you enjoyed the most doing? Um, you're going to make me like literally get my phone and like look through my, my Instagram because <laughs> I don't even remember sometimes. Uh, Nebula what? is fun. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of work and it's just a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's fun because like you have to act the character, right? Because especially around kids, you don't want them to, to be confused. So she's fun because she's just so like, she's really what I am on bad days when I'm just like here by myself and just angry at the world. So it's like something I can just channel and just kind of still be myself to do. Um, but really with the development, like the character development recently, I think Scarlet Witch is slowly becoming one of my favorite ones. And I just remade her suit for uh, Dr. Strange's movie. So um, I've been taking that out a lot, which has been fun. Um, those are probably the two most recent ones though, that I think that are the most fun for me. Mm hmm. Yeah. The um, how does that that nebula one, which I'm looking at? Oh, mm. God. <laughs> Did you do that? Did you pull up and see? Yeah, yeah, go? yeah. Wow. That's a. Oh, boy. So the eye on the top headpiece is that just like plastic that you like body glue on? The silver part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm literally bringing up my own Instagram because <laughs> I don't have good memory. But yeah, the silver parts are foam right now. I really okay. do want to find somebody that can model it 3D for me based off of my drawing on it um, and then kind of print it in flexible filament, you know, but that's still in progress. I haven't actually sat down to do that. I actually have um, a sponsor, though, that is a 3D designer. So I might ask him if he's willing to do that. Well, yeah, I'm thinking out loud right now. I don't know why I haven't <laughs> asked him yet, but yeah god that's a heck of a makeup process <laughs> and you know what every time i've done it i've been rushed too so like i feel like i could do better but we're just like i'm always on like a time limit and i'm like oh an hour should be fine and then an hour goes by and i'm like yeah yeah so that wow. was completely that is i, I yeah. don't know what you're talking about i mean just based upon the two pictures here i'm it's like the photographer i'm telling you oh <laughs> I, I give all my credit to the photographer. Anytime I look decent in a photo, it's not me. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> cool. That is. Yeah. Oh, oh, you did a Raven too. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Um, I might be taking that out of, at one of the conventions in a few weeks because it's summer. I can pull it off now, but we'll see. I tend to, to love the Marvel things more, especially because it's so relevant right now with the characters appearing and like everything that comes out. But I do love Raven. It's very easy and comfortable. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. interact a lot better. <laughs> the um, I imagine some of those, you know, I, I see sometimes I see cosplay that people do and I think, oh, my God, that looks absolutely amazing. And then inevitably the thought comes in my head, would I want to walk around a con for six hours wearing that? That's really like Nebula to me. Yeah. Even though it's on, it's like I can't touch anything now. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and my my wife and she did that several years ago where she went as um we went to a con and she went as domino from the x-men um you know the, like the, the comic one so it was the white paint with the black eye and yeah. it looked looked like amazing but it was like every time she wanted to take a sip of something or a bite of something it was like you know because you yep. don't want to you know you spend all this time putting the makeup on and then you could literally just mess it up like that you that's know? really what it is and i've as i've um you know, gone through the years of this, I've, I've been playing with makeup a lot more too. Like, even if it's just regular makeup to kind of attempt to like mimic the look of the character, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. I'll do like really, really heavy red 
or like an underlying like golden color for Scarlet Witch right on, on my eyes and things like that. So it's like, I, I don't want to put all that effort into it just to mess it up later, but it's inevitable. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, hey, uh, I, we're going to, we're getting close to the end here. Um, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the podcast. This has been an absolutely wonderful conversation. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Yeah, definitely. Anything you want to say to the folks or to the community on your way out? Um. I mean, I think we covered it, but really just, you know, if you're thinking about getting into cosplay, just take a look at Instagram. Like there's plenty of helpful people and if it makes you happy, do it. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm very like laid back with this stuff because I'm like, if you guys have questions, you're always welcome to ask me. Um, but I think it's, it's just like a fun uh, thing to get into. And if you're interested in it, I'd say take that first step. Mm-hmm. So That's how I say, if you want to do it, do it. No time like yeah. the present, you know. So, yeah. And if you're our, sitting here listening to me talk about it, that means you're interested. In yeah, it. exactly. Especially if you've made it this far into the episode. Exactly. At this point in time, you're interested. So just just go do it. There's plenty of resources out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great community. I think it's a phenomenal community. I, mm-hmm. I love being in it and talking to folks in it so much. If um, you come into it positively, you'll you'll receive positivity back. So that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And if not, you end up pinned at the top of the post. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. Well, uh, Shanna, we're going to let you go. Once again, thank you so much. Awesome. And uh, yeah, hope we get to talk to you again sometime soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So that was the episode with Shannon Rona. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun making it. I want to thank all of you out there for liking, subscribing, sharing all those things that like feed the monster now, but thank you anyway. Um, I'm going to get out of here until next time. I want to say I love all you. Hope you take care of each other and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>